New Pod World Order. Now listen, Milkland's boys are going to kill your boys first. I'm not going to skip the queue, but I want to fight Davy first. Didn't your son John? He's the same age as myself, 34. He's in the prime of his life. I'm in the prime of my life. I have no excuses. I want Davy first, and then John. Oh, let's get it on, Joe. You junkies, junkies, bad. Now, let's talk over the other guys. Soft child, I can have the other guys. It's gonna go to Joe's family. It's all over the tapes of Jamaican. And the DVDs of Jamaican. They're saying you're the king of this and the king of that. You're the king of dog shite. The junkies, bad. I'm gonna see the hands. Watch your tongues. Oh, he's just gonna start right off. Yeah, oh, he wasn't even ready. No, he wasn't. No. <laughs> Welcome to I'm, 2017. Isn't this week's exciting episode? <laughs> new year. New year, new problems. Yeah, same old stuff. This is uh, episode 41. 41. Just sticking with Stucky. Yes, sir. We don't have a name yet. No. But we got names. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Tim. <laughs> there you go. That's what I'm trying to that's what I'm trying to nudge you through. I'm Chris. <laughs> Song is Disco Science. And Cadbury eggs are back. I have three of them. You what is your fascination with Cadbury eggs? It is so good, man. You know what uh, I haven't had one in so long. Yeah, I don't <laughs> give these up for nothing. <laughs> no, you don't. You're very, uh, I'll give it to you, you're very, you're a very generous man with your things. But you don't let, you don't lend out, you don't lend out comics, DVDs, video games. I think the only, I think the only thing you've ever let me was that Death to Smoochie. <laughs> <laughs> it's still in my house. <laughs> so I can understand why you don't lend things to people. But, uh, and Cadbury eggs. Your love is too strong for them. Look, man, they only come out once a year. You gotta get it while it's hot. Yeah, it's kind of like the McRib. It comes out once a year, and you better eat it while it's there. Do you go for that? Yeah. I never liked the McRib. I love it. All it is is pressed fake pork. <laughs> yeah. Until it, it, looks like a rib. it looks like a rib, but it tastes so good when they lather it with that, that Mickey D's barbecue sauce. Have we figured out what their special what they sauce, do. what makes their special no, sauce special? The barbecue sauce? No, the special sauce. I think they use, what's a good barbecue sauce? Sweet Baby Ray's. No, no, like, a, like Heinz, they just slop it, they have like a tray. Uh, whatever it is, it's got to be the cheapest. That they bake the, the McRibs in. Now, uh, I don't even know if it's, it's been it. so is long, they don't have bones in them, right? No. <laughs> that's, how, that's how you know. So they're pressed and molded to look like ribs. Yeah. But without bones. Yeah. And then slathered in some... It's some great barbecue sauce. <laughs> and then they say that... You always have to say, like, I don't want onions on mine. So it's just... 
Oh, you don't do the onions? No, I don't do them. And they'd have to have the bun. You're a purist. They got the uh, the almost hoagie bun mm-hmm. with your McRib and then the top. <laughs> you know, when this podcast started, <laughs> I did not, in a million years, I would have thought we weren't going to talk about the McRib. Oh. So you just, just curveball after curveball at me. <laughs> I had to bring it in. Oh, that's how you know the McRib's so good. Oh my god. How about them apples? This is a new year. Yeah, we had to bring in the all the great stuff like... People are going to be like, man, he's almost as good as Les Stroud. <laughs> but you start talking about the McRib, right? Yeah. But at the beginning, we play this, this uh, the Irishman, you can't understand it. So I'm just saying, put yourself in the shoes of our listeners. Say this is just someone who happens upon our podcast. And then he's, he's got that crazy Irishman. And then that, that techno beat underneath it. And then it starts. The guy, the, the guy one of the hosts, doesn't even know it started. And you start talking about the big rim. You don't even address the crazy Irishman that you can't even understand. Yeah, I know. But see, it's okay because that we they. I got to keep my head on a swivel with you. They they figured out by now that we kind of just throw curveballs. Period. <laughs> you throw curveballs. Look, if I was a boxer, an Irish boxer like that man, I would eat like McRibs every day. Just I so think, I could gain the weight. I think they do. They they have the same body type as you. Like lanky. Yeah. And big beards. Yeah. Short haircuts. I'll catch you. I'll catch you. <laughs> we didn't even bring up his voice. Yeah, his voice. McCartney, I'll fuck you up with McCartney. You and your brothers. Your father. I went to your father's house. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an Irish Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I went to your father's house and I took a, I took his mother and I ate from you. <laughs> so that's what what that is. That's is, how all those those those, those pikeys act. <laughs> See, you can't say pikey. Huh. Pikey is like a derogatory term towards them. They're called uh, gypsy fucks. <laughs> no. They're called, uh... I'm gonna go on Tarnas Road for you. For the next week. Your Irish... Your Irishman is pretty good. <laughs> I like it. It's, uh... Travelers. Yeah, the Irish Travelers. Gypsies are Romanians. Romanical. <laughs> We're not getting into that. We talked about this earlier. But I don't think the, that's true. I don't think they're called Romanical. The, the gypsies that are in America, they come from Romania, so they call themselves Romanical. How does that correlate? It correlates because they do the same shit over here. They're, and then they all dress like strippers. I don't know why. And then when they get married, they have like all these like bling all over them. Like, like super bling. Like they'll have an all gold dress with like... Remember that guy in the, the video, the Irish thing. video? He yeah. had the he was calling out the guy. He was pointing at the camera. He had all those gold ring. rings yeah. and then all those gold chains. Yeah. <laughs> so they're basically the same people. Yeah, except over here in the states, they, one of them's in Ireland. They're like super country. Romania. They're like super country when they're in the states, but they do the same stuff. Like they'll have like over there the gypsies and stuff over there. 
they, they get those little caravans and they'll they'll have a spot. Yeah, and they use up all the live. resources. Yeah, and, and then they leave. go out and they'll do like they'll tar roads and, and do contract labor. Right, it's the same thing they do in the states, and they'll move around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they might put their wife or whatever in this one spot, but they'll send out the cousins and the uncles and, and, and stuff to do these roads and everything. Right, they'll go to like back roads, and they'll they'll be like, "Man, we can do this for you." And then, yeah. yeah, we paint this down. We yeah. pave it all. We'll do good. a shoddy job and give it all the money from you. No, no, sir. We do we do a wonderful <laughs> job. Uh, uh, me and my cousin Mickey here will <laughs> will pave that driveway for you. Something good. I gotta pay for that dress I just bought. <laughs> Me and my lovely wife, Shireen, we're going to get married. <laughs> and we're going to go down to the church. And just we just need some money. <laughs> I'll fight you for $50,000. <laughs> Bro, if that is actually going on, they're getting 50 grand for a fight. That's not a bad I'm gonna record. bust you up, Mickey. <laughs> I'm gonna break your teeth. And I'm gonna leave you on the side of the road. <laughs> So all they do is they do these videos with each other, and then they, they get themselves all worked up. Dude, it's a whole community of these people. Yeah, because they're romantical gypsies. No, these are the Irish ones. Oh. I, I didn't see any Romanian knockout videos. <laughs> Call-out compilations. So if you want to check them out, go on YouTube. It's called Irish Call-outs Compilations. Irish, Irish Travelers. Yeah, Irish Traveler Call-outs. And it's just all these different, I guess, tribes of <laughs> Irishmen. And it's not even just the men, dude. I've saw, I've, it goes like this. It goes, I've seen ones for old men like grandpas. Yeah. Grown men, teenage men, and little children <laughs> doing these call-out videos. <laughs> and their wives and their girlfriends will do call-out videos. And what's so crazy is that, like, you can see the... Uh, you can tell how old they are, but how they dress. Like the the young kids, oh, you know, hip hop. Yeah. Hip hop is all in there. So the teenagers and the kids, they're just like they're dressed like little. You know, they're all dressed out and they're <laughs> not exactly track suits. They're kind of updated their style, but it's kind of like the. But they're wearing the flat bill hats. And, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and they got like a toboggan on. Yeah, or their hat to the side. Well, see, I don't. I know my hats are kind of flat billed, but I put a little bend in them. Because I don't want them to be flat billed. Yeah, I don't like that look either. So I just put like a little bend on each side. But I don't really like hats. My head's too big. I love them. And your, but head I can, is, your head is too small. <clears throat> so I can put a little bend. Wow. So it looks like this. It looks like I'm just glassing. Yeah. That's why you do it? Yeah, and then, like, the the bill, since it's kind of bent a little bit, it, it cuts the eyes off my... Uh, the, it cuts the, the sun out of, off my nose. Oh, yeah, you gotta keep that honker nice and covered. You don't want that getting burned. Yeah, I'm probably gonna have to start getting stuff to rub on it. Yeah, man, you gotta, you gotta take care of your nose. No. Those damn romantical gypsies. <laughs> We're talking about the Irish ones. I fell down the rabbit hole with them, man. I don't trust any of them. That's that's another thing. I was reading in the comments. Everybody, because the only people who really... I like, I didn't even know this was whole culture of people. And all they do is, like, keep these blood feuds alive. <laughs> like the guy that they... I'll fight your son, and I'll fight your other son, and I'll fight them all in one day, and then I'll fight you the next day. <laughs> I gotta wear a proper hat, Mr. McFly. <laughs> You're not the king of nothing. <laughs> You're nothing but shite! <laughs> yeah, that's what he said to Easter King of. 
You're a king of shite. Oh, his little squeaky voice. You know that guy got... You know that kid... That That's how come he got so, so good. It's like a, I bet he fights like those 1920s. Really but like, it's like all of them, man. Every one of them fights. Do you think they do it like? Do you think they fight like one of those mustaches? That's what the old people. That's how the old people fight, and you can tell they're the old people because they all they always wear suspenders with, <laughs> and they're like uh-huh. with, with no shirt, <laughs> and they'll have like a big gold chain all <laughs> on their hairy chest. I'll see you, Mickey O'Doyle. I'll see you down at the pub. I'll fight you. I'll fight you for nothing. That one guy was going to fight three people in one day. <laughs> in one day, dude. I'll fight you, your brother, and your sister. I don't care. I'll fight your mother. I'll fight your dog. It seems like... <laughs> it seems like... That's the only way they know how to go. That's the only way they know how to take care of it. But anything. if they're making big money off of it, they're making like 50 grand a, a, a pop. That's what I'm saying. It's not a bad racket. But it's uh, it's gypsy money. So it's probably, I bet after they, <laughs> it's probably not even theirs. I bet after all those they people beat they drifted from I doing those they beat them, shoddy jobs. They definitely probably put a hex on whoever they whooped, like in Thinner Man. No, they'll talk about like I was listening to him. Uh, There's one guy. He was like in his twenties. He was yelling at this other guy who was in his twenties, and the reason he wanted to fight that other guy was because. His dad got beat up by his dad, and his dad got beat up by the other guy's grandfather. Oh my God. So it's like, That's it's what like I'm saying. It's like blood. It's like the Hatfields and McCoys, but it there's sense. like 400 of them, and they all hate each other. But all they do is fist fight. They're not like getting into the gunplay. Yeah, that's that. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's that's the only way it resolves anything. But, I mean, I guess it doesn't resolve anything because it just keeps going. The yeah, they're like, just because you beat my grandfather. <clears throat> I'm fighting for his honor. Yeah. And the yeah. honor of my family. <laughs> the old dudes will be able to walk <laughs> in this pub with their heads held high. I don't know if I can get down on this life. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. My, our people, are you, what are, what are you? Because I'm German-Irish. So that means... My people took a look around at these people, and they're like, "Dude, I'm not doing this." They got on the first boat. Wait, with no money in their don't pockets. The, don't the Germans slap each other in the face? I don't know. I didn't see any German people yelling like that. They're too busy making watches they, and yeah, rockets and stuff like that, and car motors. Yeah, that, that, that they were going to make for airplane, and decided, "Well, hey, let's put this in a car." Yeah, they go work at this factory and they build these amazing vehicles for fifteen hours, and then they go drink because they for took five, and then they go to they sleep took for alien two. Alien tech and remade it for us. I'm just, I'm just thinking about my great great grandfather getting picked on, so he left Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> getting picked on so much, he had to leave. I, they say that my family came from. London. Okay. But then when they hit Louisiana, I hear that there's like the French people. So I don't know what I am. They seduced them. Maybe I need to do that. Like I said, I need to do that DNA test. 
And it tells you where your direct ancestor of. Yeah, I mean, mine's just kind of like. Mine's just kind of like uh, basic. I never did. What I never if took I find any out tests. That I'm really from the Czech Republic, and I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me at all. <laughs> it would answer a lot of questions, to be honest. How angry? <laughs> no, just the way you look. <laughs> look at that! Look at that honker! Look at that well-groomed beard that he makes. <laughs> you Armenian soldier. <laughs> Turkey. I love it. Maybe I'm from Georgia. Maybe, dude. The Baltic region. Yeah. You Slavic so-and-so. <laughs> no, it's Russian. It's Russian descent. The Baltics. The Baltics. That's where they're from. What's so crazy is, like, these people, they live in basically squalor. Mm-hmm. They're probably eating ramen noodles and... But, I mean, you see... Vienna sausages. <laughs> oh. Because they're camping out constantly. Yeah. Those little caravans. Like, what I was saying, like, I was looking at the the, the comments, and there was all these people from, like, London and uh, Great Britain and all that stuff. They're talking about how much they hate these people. Because they'll, like, move into a house in a neighborhood, and they'll move, like, 27 people onto this lot with a little tiny camper. So, they they're, like... They're like our versions of Hispanics. That's what I'm saying. This is when you see everybody's the same. And we're all scum. (laughs) (laughs) Because you live adjacent to a Hispanic's house. And they like rebuilt the whole house. But like 30 people live in there. Yeah, a lot of people do live in there though. I mean, I never had any problem with them, but... I will say there's a lot of people in that house. It wasn't like the Blackface Bandit that lived next door where they just... R.I.P. They just destroyed that house. That's what I'm saying. Wrote fuck them hoes on the the window inside. (laughs) Oh, did you ever talk about that? No. (laughs) You went into the house? (laughs) Yeah. Like, you came over to my house, and I was like, there it is. They left. They left in the night, and there's all this garbage and everywhere. And he was like, hey, man, you want to go check out that house? And I'm like, no, I don't want to see it. <laughs> I walked and in. he scurried over there. And the door was unlocked. <laughs> they left the door unlocked. They wrote, like, they took, you know how you take, Oh, no, like, they left it open. That's what it Yeah, was. you know how like, you take, open. like, those markers that, that have the white, you know, like, it's like whiteout marker. Yeah. That's what he wrote on that window. And it said, fuck them hoes. In his house. Yeah, on the window. Oh, Blackface Bandit. You're such a scoundrel. It, it had to be the Blackface Bandit that did it because he didn't care if you were black or, or whatever color you were. He's going to paint his face up. Mm-hmm. Steal a couple of black kids' bikes. And I guess when <laughs> Blame he, it on him. Yeah, I guess that's what he's doing. After he he had blackfaced himself up and stole the bicycles, he's like, that was just another black kid. That yeah, did. man. I mean, at least he's a smooth criminal. <laughs> no, because they found out. <laughs> well, I mean, nobody gets away forever. I mean, John Gotti didn't even get away forever. Man. You think? Look at that. That look, is a nice mug. Look at that Aparo Batman. Yeah, man. I always liked that version of Batman. With Aparo? The blue, with the blue instead of the black. And the gray. Yeah. I guess he would blend in more in the darkness. With the What's dark that like? Seventies, right? Yeah. That's not. That's not Neil Adams. That's a, that's no, a no. Paro. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. 
else? What else has been going on, bro? Nothing. We went and watched The Arrival. Yeah, that was pretty fun. We could talk about that. We had the movie to ourselves. Oh, it was so great, man. It was like if Cisco and Ebert were friends. <laughs> and didn't hate each other. We sat there and made jokes the whole movie. Yeah. But, I mean, it wasn't like... It wasn't like, you know, when somebody's talking to you and you want to watch a movie. It was a nice little, it was a nice little back and forth. <laughs> nice little comments. And I didn't miss anything in the movie. It was, it was fun. <laughs> I walked out confused about the movie. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> I walked out so confused. I go, did you like the movie? And you go, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. What did you think about it? I, li- I liked it. <laughs> it sits your brain in a, t- in a tizzy. I called it from the get-go. You did, about the, the, the Jeremy Renner and Amy Jeremy Adams. Renner had a, had a kid or something. Yeah, you did. And then I was so confused about... Oh, by the way, spoilers. We're going to spoil this thing. It's yeah, this, this movie was... Right at the get-go, you see a Redbird... Amy Adams, yeah, playing with some kid, and then it like fast tracks. Yeah, it was to, very, it was very Terrence Malick the way they were shooting that, and then it like it fast tracks to the ending of her death, the kid's death. Yeah, like she, it was like when she was a little kid, and it kind of like yeah. up it shows the relationship, and then she, and she's gets like in her teens and dies. and dies. Yeah, and then it shows her going to because she's a professor for language. Yeah, and it shows all these these nutshells come into into the atmosphere. <laughs> what do you say? They look like contact lenses. <laughs> so they did. So they're like, we need to go find. You know, everybody's scared and they leave. Yeah, and then she comes to work the next day, and, yeah, and nobody's then, at the school. Nobody's at the school, and she's like trying to do her job. So she's like sitting in her in her office. And old Lazy Eyes shows up. Oh, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. And he's like, I need, I need you to decrypt this. Uh, I need you to talk to the to the aliens. You can figure it out. But he only gave her one shot at it, which was listen to the, the thing. Yeah, they were trying to keep it on the hush-hush. Because they sounded like... <clears throat> but it just shows the Beluga whales. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, and it made you think <laughs> that they were going to have to take whales. <laughs> I was like, this is not Star Trek 4, bro. They're not going to use whales to talk to these things. We're going to go back in time. <laughs> I started doing the Jim's voice. Yeah, man. Damn it, Jim, we can't go back in time with these whales. <laughs> And you called the time travel, too. <laughs> you were so confused that you were the only one who knows what's going on. You're calling it left and right. How can you know what's going to happen? But you, you don't know anything about the movie. I didn't know nothing about this movie. But I did like when she's walking outside and like it kept showing like these fighter jets fly by. They're like, and you could feel like this, the sonic booms from it. It made you feel like you were standing there with them. Yeah, man, there's nothing better than watching a really, really good movie in a movie theater. With nobody in there. That's a plus. I love that. 
I loved it. You get the whole ambiance. You get the sweet sound uh, sound system. The big screen. It, it called. It called to me. <clears throat> I like the part where she was in bed asleep, and all of a sudden you, you see the light come flooding that through there. Yeah, I thought. I, you know what I really thought it was? What? I thought it was some aliens. <laughs> I thought the aliens were going to come pick her up. Well, they all can't be right. All, all of your suspicions can't be dead on. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. And then they're like, you got ten minutes, get ready. And then they made her leave. Yes, they drag her out to Montana. And she's sitting in the seat looking she, at Mr. Science Facts. Yeah. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Because he's a scientist. And he's like, I, I, I'm trying to figure out if this particle is good. It's a, oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's basically he's, he's, he's doing homework on the plane right there. Yeah. He's doing homework about her. He's like, I, 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 he's like starting to read into her. Yeah. Like the phrases of the book. Yeah, stuff she said. She's like, yeah, you have to start out a book. But that was cool. Like that first whole like 30 minutes and then when they like approach the ship and everything and they, they're they all in those suits and you hear everybody's, <laughs> everybody's breathing heavy in those suits because they're so scared. And then they go like, they drive them and you get closer oh, and, then, and, and they the pressure's just building. Boom, 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 boom. And the soundtrack kicks and in. And they start going into the ship and they took that. That light, the the little. Oh yeah, the, the they crack the light. Yeah, and they throw it, and it like lands up against the wall sideways. Yeah, so it shows that their gravity in the ship's different. Yeah, that, like they got like a gravity alterer. And then I made some really horrible joke about Jeremy Renner jumping because <laughs> he falls. <laughs> he falls, and you go, "Ooh, my glasses! Oh my glasses!" <laughs> and then I go. And the suit's too big for me. Because the way he bit, it did it looked, look like the suit was too big for him. Yeah, dude. Ugh, I don't like this suit at all. This doesn't fit me at all. Because <laughs> everybody else's suit fit them. Mm-hmm. Except him. Yeah. But that was cool, man. Like, And then they, like, uh, they open this thing. And they climb up. And you just see this big white wall. And like the inside of it, I don't even know. What, it was like tempered was like, glass. Well, no, like the like the the walls were all black. It looked like volcanic rock. Yeah, like that's how it was made. They were out like of. in a giant nutshell. <laughs> yeah, basically. And all of a sudden, you see these like big squid monsters <laughs> coming out of the mist. <laughs> and he said they, they look like the aliens from The Simpsons. <laughs> And you know what? You're kind of dead on about that, too. All they needed was the little the little glass things over their head, the yeah, helmet. I wish they would have talked like them. It would have been even better. <laughs> Instead of hearing, like... Because right when I first heard that thing, you said, that's not a whale. Yeah. It was some kind of, like... It was them. Yeah. They recorded that. He goes... And I go, oh, what is that? That's a whale. Look at that. <laughs> That's the way it sounded. Yeah. Oh my god. Alright. <laughs> so they come up there. They start. They uh, they didn't really say anything the first time. They just kind of like no, they met just each kinda, other. Yeah, and then they tapped the glass. And when they tapped the glass, it looks like a starfish hand. Yeah. Because it like. Yeah, they got like squid bodies. But they look like fingers. Tentacle hands. And they got like... It looked like a big octopus. And then they started shooting like ink. Yeah. But that was later. When they started talking to each other. Yeah. And then they... And she's like, I'm Louise. 
I'm Louise. Like she's talking, human. <laughs> like she's talking to some great apes in the forest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm Louise, and then giving sign language. Yeah, and then they 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 don't say anything the first time, but then they come out, and they're both like they both got like PTSD. <laughs> they're all breathing hard. And, and then like, all the people working. And she in. goes, "Am I fired?" And he goes, "No, you lasted longer than anybody else." <laughs> Apparently the other guy didn't last maybe mm-hmm. 20 minutes. No, nah, but it was great, man. Those other guys, the guys that they had working with them, they hated the aliens already. Oh, they were just scared, man. They didn't know what was going on. So they put C4 in the building? Yeah, kind of like contact. Yeah. Tried to blow it up. I, I was a little annoyed with that. I don't I don't know why they named They, they named the, the aliens Abbott and Costello. Because Mr. Science thinks that, that... Well, I think this is based on a book, like a short story. Like most things. Kind of like how District 9 was a short story. No, it was a short film. But, that, but he was the same guy who wrote it. The one who wrote the District 9. Oh, this movie is? No, 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 no. The same guy who did the District 9 short is the same guy who wrote District 9. Yeah. The person who did this was the guy who did Sicario and... uh Okay. Uh, enemy and prisoners. That's why it was so confusing. <laughs> <laughs> you were confused by Sicario? Enemy, I get. That one's really weird. Did Sicario didn't confuse me until I found out that Agent Sitwell was a bad guy. And I really felt bad about Agent Sitwell dying there. Yeah, but he was a bad guy in Agents of Shield. He worked for Hydra the whole time. Yeah, but I mean, they shouldn't. They couldn't make. Why'd they have to make him a corrupt Mexican police officer? I don't know. Maybe they were just telling a story, trying to tell the truth. Like, there's no corrupt police officer. Sitwell can't be. Like, like, we can't make this guy a, a good guy for once. No, that's not what it's about. It's about how everyone's awful <laughs> and everybody compromises. <laughs> Even, even the good people. Even Josh Brolin was awful in that movie. What you know? One thing I didn't like in that movie were like the torture scenes. Like he, like so when he brings the guy into the room. This is a different movie, yeah, by the way. Waterboarding him. Yeah, but they never do it. He just like gets real close to him. <laughs> it starts like rubbing on him, and then it like and cuts away. The, and when he comes in the room, and he's talking about he's talking to his brother or something or, or cousin or. And he's like yeah, a some senator. guy, some guy he knew when he was a, a lawyer. Yeah, in Mexico, and he's like, "You don't want to be here. You better leave." Yeah, the less you know, the better. All that stuff. But even when he's got the Punisher in the back, like he he's already beat up. But then yeah. he starts like poking him in the ear. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "That's kind of dumb." <laughs> poking, him. even if that is something that can hurt somebody, not enough people know it to be like, oh, like, if, yeah, because you if punch somebody push, in the side if of the you head, punch somebody right there behind the ear, it hurts like hell. No, he was poking him in the ear. No, I thought he was pushing him behind because that's where it sucks. But even that, like, it's not something that correlates to a lot of people. Like, if he started poking him in the eye, you could understand how that hurts. Poor, poor Punisher. He went to jail for a long time. He shouldn't have tried to kill. Hey man, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Sometimes you gotta choke a white woman. <laughs> because he had those bands, she figured it out. Yeah. That he was on the take. <laughs> Boy, we completely jumped to a different movie. 
No, because uh, this fits because it's the same guy. You can see a lot of the same did. themes yeah. and stuff like that. There was nothing wrong with the arrival. No, I it liked it. It was a good movie. I really liked it. But when I started figuring out, I guess I, did, I, I, I just figured it out that it was time travel. Because the more and more she kept talking about, like, I don't know who this little girl is. No, she didn't, like, every time it flashed to it, you always thought it was a flashback. Like, it was invading her thoughts. And the more she started getting in the ship, the more the flashbacks started coming to her. And they were, like, almost real or whatever. Like, she was getting kind of awakened to them or whatever. But the audience, you just think it's a flashback. Yeah. But then they, like, flips it, where it's like, no, this is the future. Yeah, you... She knew her been life time from she, she knew her life from beginning to end. Yeah, because of it. Now, I, now, Mister Science didn't know that. But here's the thing I was thinking of. Like when they were talking about they were reading the ships, they're like it's no propulsion, no mm-hmm. radiation. It's just hanging there. Were those ships even there? Like in a sense of in that time period. At the present or whatever. Maybe that was 3,000 years in the future, like they were already talking about. No, like, maybe they found a way to where they can transport themselves without actually... Well, I guess they were there because they killed the alien, and the bomb went off in there. Yeah, because they killed Abbott. Yeah. Poor guy. Dang it, there goes that theory. No. I'm trying to figure out, because it's like the paradox of the time travel. Because they put them in every spot of the world. Yeah, it was like 12 of them. They're one of 12 nuts. Yeah. And China's like, fuck it, we're going to kill them. <laughs> yeah. But, of course, we're the first ones who fire on them. And then, and then everybody blames China for wanting to, uh, uh, to uh, like, dis- like, disconnect but the communication. I think, I think they killed those two guys that, that blew up the ship. Yeah, you don't see it. You just see them, like, go to that truck and start pulling out guns. Yeah. And then you hear, like, gunfire. But you, yeah. And then you never see them again. They got rid of those two guys that did it. And they said that... What Did they say that if you learn the language, it, like, rewires your brain? That was one of the Yeah, because she immersed about. herself in it. Right. And so their language is Cause he was basically asking time her, travel. He was asking her if... Or, like, not time if travel. If she was dreaming the language yet. Yeah. And then she saw that... <laughs> then she saw the alien in her room. <laughs> Just looking at her. Yeah. Breathing with his big knuckles. <laughs> It kind of looked like it kind of looked that like that brain slug from uh, Starship Troopers. <laughs> Breathing with his knuckles, it was like, <laughs> yeah, that's what it looked like a, a hand. It looked like the hand from Beetlejuice or the Adams Family. Just their sitting. Yeah, they all of them like smashed their face and then brought it into the food. Oh, now you want to jump on Beetlejuice? You want yeah. to talk about Beetlejuice? No, I'm not going to talk about Beetlejuice. So what they figure out, they figure out the language so they can talk to these things. Yeah. They finally break it down. <clears throat> and then they give them a message. And, and apparently they give everybody the same message. And she's figuring out how to use this power that she has now. Well, she doesn't really understand it yet. Until but, she gets in that, that white mist. Yeah, and then when she comes back down and she's sitting there and she's like actually looking through her book... Yeah, in the future. In the future. That she wrote after she understands the language. So, 
she was actually using cliff notes to, <laughs> to, to fix the to world. Fix the world. <laughs> That's what I'm saying about the paradox. Like, how can you understand it if you don't know it to write the book? And then she got the phone number from the uh, from the Chinese guy, right? Yeah, and she knew Vietnamese or whatever. Well, she is a linguist. Yeah, so she starts talking to him over the phone. Yeah. Because she steals, like, a satellite phone from uh, Mick Jagger. <laughs> the guy from A Serious Man, Arnold Rothstein. I think I said he was the poor man's Owen Wilson or something, or Luke Wilson. <laughs> I can't remember what I said about it. But, yeah, he's all like, get some guns, we got to get my phone back, because yeah. we're dialing China. China. <laughs> China, 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 China. That guy's about to get sworn in not too long ago. Not and, too long uh, now. So she's talking to him and like, I don't, man, hold on, you yeah. know, basically saying. That's dead on Chinese. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> basically saying what his wife said to him when. She died. She died. So did she go to the future? That's what I'm saying about the paradox. No, no, she had to go to the past. What do you mean? How, what do you mean she had to go to the past? For what? Because his wife died... Had to die before him wanting to shoot rockets into the, the ship. But she didn't go to the past. She learned it from him when he told it to her. That's why he leaned into her ear and told her. He's like, the only reason I came here is because of what you said to me. I don't trust the president or whatever. Yeah, but... The only reason I stood had down to go was because to you past. told me this. But she didn't. It never showed that. But she had to have. <laughs> but it never showed Because he, he, she called him on the phone. It never even hinted that she went to the past. Well, she had to. <laughs> it never even showed it. But she had to. I don't know. I just think it was... I just think they were like... They wrote themselves into a corner. And <laughs> they're like, well, maybe no one will notice. <laughs> maybe nobody will notice it, you know. Because... If he wouldn't... She wouldn't have called him and told him everything that... That happened. That happened. That he learned from his wife, yeah. So she had to have gone to his brain and read that. But the only thing it showed was him telling her in the future. Yeah. After, after the world is already together, they unified. And he's talking about the phone call. Uh-huh. That they already... That they're about to have. So she had to have known... Uh, she's a commie. <laughs> what? What do you mean? She's she must have been talking to this motherfucker for a long time. <laughs> you sound like the CIA guy. <laughs> you want a waterboard? <laughs> <laughs> she had to have been talking to him way before that because no, there's she, no way she she could have known what to tell him. The reason she knows is because she learned the language, and the language allows you to travel. You're not like it's basically like if your life was a book, right? Yeah, but. She had to travel back in time. You're not listening. <laughs> it's like your life is a book, and it's already been written. Yeah. And you can turn to any page in it. Yeah. And read it. Mm-hmm. Even though the stuff at the end hasn't happened. I get that. You can, under, you can understand what's going on. But for her to call him... Yeah, that's what she did. She went a couple chapters ahead. Yeah, I get that. And then read the little thing where he right. told her that, and then she told it to him in the, in the present. <laughs> No, she had to go back to the past. <laughs> no, why, do you, why are you saying that she has to go back to the past? Because he didn't 
tell her everything. Like she called him to tell him that, but but he comes back to tell her that at dude the, the dinner only, or whatever uh, for her book. The only way she called him is because he showed her his phone with his number, and then in the present she runs, goes, finds a satellite phone, calls him, and he's like. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Hello? Who are you? This is a black number. <laughs> Star 6-7. That's what happened. <laughs> is this weed dealer? He thinks that's who it is. That's the only person who has it. Kim Jong-un, I don't need you. Not right now. <laughs> I'll get a sack from you later. And, and she's like, no, 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 no. I have to tell you this. Secrets. What? <laughs> un, uh, un, it's okay. Wait, now you switched. You were doing the girl. The, <laughs> you want to do the voice. You want to do the Chinese guy's voice. I have to tell you the secrets. <laughs> no, you ruined it. <laughs> but that's what happened. So, she tells him the secret. And it stops the world war. Yeah, because the, she tells him what his wife said. And that's the reason he the, stands now. Uh, heptapods, that's what they call them. <coughs> yeah, because they only got seven legs. Yeah. Heptapods. Yeah. A.K.A. Big Hands. <laughs> A.K.A. The Monsters from The Simpsons. Yeah. I was really hoping they had, like, a mouth. I, li- I like that they didn't have a mouth or eyes. They were just... They were just... A blob with <laughs> knuckles. <laughs> That's all he did. So, alright. Here's what. Here's my. (laughs) But the funniest thing that you said was would it be great if there was a predator sitting over there? Yeah, because he's trying to figure this thing out. And there's all these people trying to figure it out. He's like, I gotta go get some coffee. (laughs) Do you want anything, Susan? (laughs) Louise? Oh, yeah. Her name was Louise. My bad. <laughs> they pulled him out of the jungle. We need you on this. <laughs> you think he would have went in there and killed both of them just to keep their heads? <laughs> they bring in the predator instead of Louise. <laughs> he just, <laughs> just firebombs both of them. <laughs> they just start transporting him around, blowing the shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks again, predator. <laughs> <laughs> he gives him a thumbs up and jumps off into the night. <laughs> it's like, thanks for the skulls. That's all I want. That's all I can do. He's just got a bag of skulls and <laughs> jumps off into the forest. So, show, it shows him drag. He has this, the heptapod dragged up over a tree. Already skinned. skinned. <laughs> he just comes out with a skull and then the ship blows up behind him. <laughs> God bless you, Predator. <laughs> You've saved the nation. He'll be back in the hottest part of summer again. Mm-hmm. Oh. <clears throat> Alright, well, here's what I'm tripping on. Alright, so, they say if you learn the language, yeah, you can do the kind of Slaughterhouse-Five time trip. Yeah. Back and forth. But, didn't Jeremy Renner say he knew that stuff? Like, didn't he say he figured it out, too? 
figured out the language. I think he figured it out because they made that program, and and whenever the the picture come up, the, oh, the so he didn't block, like he wasn't he like fluent, so he could so so it'd run to that program, and he'd be like, oh, I see what they're saying. Okay, now. so so she got it. I thought it was because she went in that mist and she breathed all that mist in <clears throat> because of that program. Because she's sitting there typing in. She had the iPad. She was just typing in. Yeah, the she symbols. didn't need it anymore because then they started giving subtitles. <laughs> she started talking to the alien. Yeah, because subtitles. Because after they blow up the ship, you know, it's like, oh shit! They, they kind of float away. Yeah. So like, we're not gonna mess with you no more. Like, fool us once, shame on you. Fool us twice, uh, we're not gonna get fooled again. So they moved it away. So why didn't she save her kid? from cancers like she knew it was coming maybe she knows that it's an incurable disease but it's not if you catch it early even really horrible cancer if you catch <coughs> it early you got a really good chance of survival are you talking about like hep B and stuff no that's not cancer hepatitis is not cancer it's a disease <laughs> which that's not what she had baby boomers get it really bad they get hep B yeah they say that baby boomers need to like go get checked because they might have had hep C and B for like years they don't know that's what happens banging people at Woodstock yeah carrying your dirty diseases but do you think okay her getting like because after they're like okay we're shutting it down like she sees in her mind how she's going to get up there so she runs out there. Yeah, she sees, she sees she sees her block down. To pick yeah, she her up. sees the stone come out of the ship, and then she then like. What if they tie to, this into Stonehenge? No, it was like this little. It looked like a little pod that came out. Yeah, but she's sitting inside there, and then she like it flashes forward, and you see her in the mist. So she runs and goes and gets in the pod. Yeah, and then you think that this this hand's gonna eat her. That's what I was thinking. I was like, man, this hand's going to, like, crush her. Especially when he told her that his friend died. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, shit, Abbott. Oh, no, snap. He killed Abbott. What's going to happen? He saved your life and he killed his friend. <laughs> that was a cool the, scene, Yeah, because they used that force powers all of a sudden. Yeah, man. I am the force and um, one with the force. I still haven't seen that. It's such a good movie. I hear mixed for things. But me and my brother are going to go watch it. But when that happened, I was like, "Oh man!" So what? What do you think? She might have gave some pathogens to them to make them sick. So what about the doctors that are on that ship? What do you mean she gave them pathogens? Who? Like you know, remember like in War of the Worlds, everybody got all the aliens died from a common cold. Like once you bring her biological bullshit in that mist. She might have gave him hep C or whatever. <laughs> to the aliens? Yeah. He comes back home with his wife's like... <laughs> He's like, now Costello... How did I get crabs? <laughs> Who you been with? <laughs> Baby, I swear. I was just trying to save the earth. <laughs> her, her, her red hair was just flowing. That's, that's the only thing you can see with the red hair and yeah. her really pale white body. So pale. Maybe that's why you like redheads so much because they, they look like they're on death's door. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't. I don't think Amy Adams is cute. She's not cute to me at all. She doesn't do anything for me. She's all right. She's not the best. I don't even know if she's that good of an actor. Our actress. <clears throat> well, she's she was in like what so many blockbusters this year. Yeah, she was in like four movies this year. Mm-hmm. Just knocking it out of the park. 
Who do you think's a better actress? Amy Adams or Jennifer Lawrence? Oh, dude, that's perfect, because I think they're both kind of overrated. <laughs> <laughs> I would go Amy Adams, because she picks... She picks even though I, movies? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Even though I don't like her, she but knows how to pick good movies. Jennifer Lawrence was in that one movie. What movie? Uh, the one with... The one in the 70s that had Bradley Cooper in it and Yeah, stuff. so was Amy Adams. She was in American Hustle. They were both, they in, were both in that one? Yeah, bro. And then their paths diverged, and Amy Adams started doing all these great movies. Uh, we could debate the Superman <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> but other than that, she does, she's been doing a lot of like top-shelf movies. And Jennifer Lawrence... Like, take... All right. But I like Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique. I don't like her as Mystique. I don't you know think why? she's any good as Mystique. Because she's a little bit thicker than Rebecca Romaine. And when she goes to slide across those tables, you can actually see, like... What? Her shit jiggle. If you want to see her naked, there's a ton of those pictures online. No, I Somebody like her. leaked them I, li- I like her as, as Blue Mystique, but... <laughs> that's, your, uh, that's, your, that's your kink? Yeah, if I could have her, I'd just be like, look, I don't want you dress regular you need you need to put on that blue mystique suit and she's like all it is is body paint i know i've been waiting for this <laughs> all right take 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 the sci-fi they're both in a sci-fi movie you got amy adams in this smart sci-fi cool unpredictable movie yeah like that a movie really good movie but I was predicting things from the get-go. <laughs> and you still don't know what was going on. <laughs> I still didn't know what was going on by the end of it. Because I walked out, I was so confused. I was like, so, so did, uh... uh I, I can just imagine <laughs> you driving home by yourself. What did I just watch? Oh, God, what happened? <laughs> Trying like, to process so, it in your brain. I was like, did she time travel this whole movie? And then and then I was sitting there going like, oh, my God. So, so what, so the aliens just came there... To hang out with them, and then they're going to leave and come back in 3,000 years to save humanity? Yeah, they got to get America ready. Or, not America. So 3,000 years get the early. Earth but the only way that the Earth is going to survive is if they unify them, and the only way they're going to unify them is with this, this language. And making her time travel. Yeah. Because it, it kind of puts everything in perspective. I get it. <laughs> I don't believe you at all. But you said it with confidence. <laughs> I get it. And Jerry Renner, like, she can save her marriage now. Yeah, but she doesn't. you already seen it. Yeah, I know, but she can. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why you let your kid die. No wonder Jeremy Renner left you. You yeah, horrible no, he's, person. He's like, because when she starts talking about how when she tells Renner... Yeah, she only tells him. She tells him later on in life. Yeah, after she's already knocked up with the kid. Yeah, she's like, oh, yeah. By the way, our kid's going to die young, yeah, and you're going to have to like live 15, through that. Yeah. So, so, and then he's like, well, i got to go to work. <laughs> and he leaves. He probably said, you're a horrible person. No, no. I'm leaving you forever. He's like, why couldn't you tell me this while we were at the alien invasion about how you're having all these, these, these premonitions? But see, the aliens are coming to change the past. They're coming back... So um, the world can be unified to help them 3,000 years in the future. So do you think that these aliens, they live for like seven, 800 years or thousands of years? Are they like Jedis that live like... Like Yoda? Yeah. I don't know, maybe. So when they do come back, they're like, 
hey, you know, we were, we were there. Yeah. But Louise and Ian didn't give a shit about us. <laughs> I can't believe you remember their names. And <laughs> Louise and Ian. <laughs> That's the one part you held on to. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, Louise. I, re- I remember your name. <laughs> now, what else happened in this movie? <laughs> I'm Louise. I'm Ian. And then they're like, what do we call them? Abbott and Costello. Yeah, there's a couple corny scenes in that movie, but... Oh, wait, the real corny one was when... uh, (laughs) He's like, this changed the world, but nothing could change me like you changed me. (laughs) And I was like... I should have never... (laughs) That was kind of corny, bro. And you you said it. Yeah, I said it before you said it. That's the only thing I got right. (laughs) (laughs) I picked everything else up. Yeah, that's all you left me. It was a cheesy line to get... <clears throat> but if the aliens can change their past, uh, why can't she change her future? Huh? If the aliens can change the past, why can't she change her future? Maybe I'm missing something. I don't know. Because the aliens are coming back so the world can be united. So they can help them... Save their species. They're going to have to do a second movie to this, so we know what happens in 3,000 years. What if it ends up being like the Scorch Trials? It really ends up being like the Divergent Series <laughs> it's or like, whatever. It's like Q comes down and starts judging everyone. <laughs> Louise, you are for the child. Where is Louise and Ian? <laughs> I'm sorry, they died like 2,000 years ago. We oh. really want to talk to them again. They're the only ones that understood... Yeah, well, you're the only one with God power. You can do something about that, right? I need to see another movie of this movie, so I won't be so... I don't think that's going to happen. I think that's I won't be so this. confused when I walk away from it. But they'll probably confuse me in the next one. <laughs> you know what I like this? This I, time it'll be Hannah and Tom. <laughs> no, Hannah's dead. Oh, yeah. Hannah dies. <laughs> the only reason I remember that... It's because they did the thing about her name being Hannah, a palindrome. No, Hannah was spelled... Same front and back. Back, yeah. yeah. palindrome. 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 <laughs> Why can't you say that? What? Palindrome. Palindrome. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Louise teaches you how to speak <laughs> Me, human, man, palindrome. <laughs> Ian walks. This is what we were doing in the theater. Maybe that's why we don't know anything. We were too busy laughing and having a good old time. But you know what? We paid the ticket. Nobody else is in there. Screw them. I don't like it. I think, we, I think we gave one up. Sipping on a drink. Yeah. Having a good old time. <laughs> <coughs> it's almost as good as when we watched uh, The Punisher Warzone. That's like the third movie we went to where no one was in it. Like, <laughs> we must pick bad movies that <laughs> nobody watches. No, because I went to see Rogue One, and there was only like four people in that theater, and I was by myself. <laughs> Is that the one in the mall? Yeah. They okay. put me in Auditorium 1, the same one that we watched Moonrise Kingdom in by yeah. ourselves. By ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and I was sitting in How there. many movies did that make? Um, Moonrise Kingdom, this one, 
Punisher. Yeah. What was we watched another one, right? I think it was the Wolverine. No, nah, no, nah, it was. I think we went with my brother. We went and watched something, right? Oh yeah, it was like uh, probably some movie no one likes. No, it was like a Civil War. Did you go with us? We went to do that. I thought you were. No, going. no, we watched Winter Soldier together. Yeah, that's what it was. And oh. we walked out and we're like, "That was amazing." Yeah, that's right. And your brother was like, was really "I movie. can't, I can't believe how great it was." Yeah, man. And we're like, "Oh my god, Marvel can never top this." <clears throat> I love how people were talking about how uh, Rogue One overtook. Civil War as the most money that year, and, I was and I'm so, like, "Hey, dummies! It's all the same people. They're owned walked, by Disney. I think it doesn't I, matter." I think when I when we walked out of Captain America: Winter Soldier, I was so happy about them putting Modok in there. Oh yeah, being in the computer when he's sitting there talking shit, talking smack. And he's like, "Yeah, and I am just a man of the past." <laughs> <laughs> It's actually pretty good. <laughs> Captain <it's>, Rogers. <laughs> it's like those old computers. Yeah, it's, it's like, like the a whole 1980s room, computer. And they got the little things spinning. Yeah. The real spinning. <laughs> yeah. I've got, I've brought the algorithm that I'm pushing through this 1980s sound system computer. <laughs> and he had sent a rocket. To our location. <laughs> I know. Right where you are. And they're like, where's he at? Well, he's in the internet now. <laughs> they go on the internet? I thought. I think you're switching up movies. I think that no, was he was in the internet. Oh, he was? That's how come he got there. Oh, okay. It's been a while since I watched that movie. But I remember in the first Captain America when they show him, and I'm like, oh man, that's going to be MODOK. Yeah. He's getting old. He's getting dressed down by the Red Skull. Yeah, the Red Skull's like, I don't like you. More power! <laughs> we have to do this! They, they, they put, like, the, they have all, like, the blue energy weapons. Man, I really like that guy. So the Red Skull? Or the little guy that got playing MODOK? The little guy that got playing MODOK. Because <laughs> they showed him later on. He's actually a really good actor. He's, he's like one of those like, character actors. He was one of the people that, that started S.H.I.E.L.D., Oh, he was. Yeah, and then when he dies, he, like, immerses his, his mind into the computer thing. And he's been, like, double-crossing him the whole time? Yeah, because yeah. he was part of Hydra. Yeah, right, right. What's that dude's name? He's a little mousy fella. <laughs> he probably fights Irishmen every day. <laughs> I don't like you, McLaughlin! None of those people were in shape. Like, none of them. No. All of them were, like... They were all like, uh. Oh, hold on. So there was our, our review of the Rivals. So what do you give it? A seven? Eight? Oh, no, man. That was a really good movie. I'll give it a. I'll give it an 8.5. I gave it a seven because I walked out confused. His name is Toby Jones. Oh, there's this guy and the other guy. I think he was in Harry Potter. He he was like the guy who was the rat in Harry Potter. Tommy Jones. That guy's really good. It, we're not in, talking about Michael J. Fox and Stuart Little. 
No, no, we're talking. He was the guy in Harry Potter. Why did they try to make Stuart Little such a cool little mouse? Like, like they, they made him cooler than his brother. It was a real person. What's his name? Like everybody wants to hang out with Stuart Little, not your your stupid goofy brother with the glasses. Stuart Little can fly model airplanes everywhere. Timothy Spall, that's his name. That guy's a good actor. Yeah. He's, he's ugly as all get out, but he's, he's a, like he's a really good actor. Where's he from? He's from uh, Battersea, London. Okay, so he's like the Gerard Depardieu of London. <clears throat> he was in some movie. I'm trying to remember what it was called. He was like a painter, and it was a really good movie. Uh, dang it, what was it called? But he's like a character actor. They're always. Looks like he he's played some like pirates and stuff. Look, look, he's always working, man. Always in the background. King's Speech, Harry Potter, Love Bites. Look at all these movies. There it is, Mr. Turner. That's what it was. Oh, that's a good movie. It's painting houses. Yeah. He's <clears throat> painting a couple of trees. No, he's like an actual painter. Painter. Oh, like a famous painter. Kind of like how that one guy that, that played the man in black on I think it's J. Westworld, Turner. where he played, uh, who's that guy that, that Jackson Pollock? Yeah, Jackson Pollock. Yeah, that was a good movie too. Yeah, that was. Showed how fucked up he was in real life. Yeah, they're all kind of drunks, drinking wine and sloshing paint on the thing. <laughs> I think I know what this does. <laughs> Beautiful. Just a drunken stupid. This is abstract, my darling. (laughs) You don't get it. (laughs) Just yelling at people drunk. Alright, man. Where are we at? We're at 101, man. Oh, man. We did it again. I don't know how we do it. We talked about (laughs) the McRib. Talked about Pikey's. Pikey's, oh, you, that? <laughs> you said that. You said that. derogatory. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Irish assholes. <laughs> yeah, those guys. So that's, that's the Irish guys. travelers. Okay. And we did a... We did our arrival movie. Yeah, well, I guess that was an arrival... Uh, review. review. About how great it was. <laughs> about the great time we had in the theater. <laughs> I can't think of anything else. Let's tell all the people who stuck with us in this new year how much we appreciate them. Oh, thank you. Thank you for your uh, listenage. Your patronage. Yeah. Appreciate you. That's a big word I thought of. (laughs) Spending a little time with us. And sticking with Stucky. I know. Because, see, check this out. We're really sad. Speak from the hot sun. I don't think we're really sad, but we totally... Dismissed even putting out. Something yeah, we're supposed for, to do a thing for. We're supposed to do a new 20, Yeah, a 2016 in year review. What do you mean, like, like what was great and what was bad? What do you mean, like what happened on the show or what happened uh, <coughs> in, in real life? Like, oh. what have we liked the most? And oh, I don't know. Well, 2016 sucked because it killed a lot of people. Gene Wilder, Kimbo Slice. <laughs> I love how Kimbo Slice is number two. Because <laughs> said Bowie, because said Fritz, Muhammad Ali. He said Kimbo Slice. He said he skipped over the greatest fighter in the world. Instead of guy, 
was barely even the main of the UFC. But uh, anyways, RIP Kimbo Slice. Even though I kind of grabbed on you a little bit. After he died, you put that meme up of him holding that white woman's titties. I stand by it. <laughs> that's, his, that's what he was known for. <laughs> this is what he, he would This is what he would have wanted. Because <laughs> his hands are so big it covers somebody's whole chest. I didn't even have to black anything out to put it on. No, because he had a cup full, two hands. No, I'm pretty sure that <laughs> two scoops, had, like maybe a, a C, C plus, mm-hmm. C plus plus, like the the programming. Yeah, yeah and he's just like whoop, big mitts right on there. I'm pretty sure that girl got laid later <clears throat> that evening by Kimbo. That big gorilla getting into it. We lost a lot of people this year. I thought you were talking about our fans. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be like, well, what are we shouting about for? Leaving in droves. <laughs> I think what hit me the most was Gene Wilder. Yeah, that one hurt, man. But he was like old and expected. That's not expected. He was old man. He was like eighty. It's gonna be like when, 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 when I don't give a shit about Bruce Willis dying, but <laughs> what? Well, kind of. I won't ever get another Die Hard movie, but like if Bill Murray dies, oh yeah, hey, he made it. That's gonna hit low. Two thousand sixteen. He didn't take Bill Murray. I think the only thing that saved him was the Cubs winning the World Series. <laughs> Otherwise, he would have died. Greatest of all time, he's wearing that goat shirt. I ain't afraid of no goat. That, and what really got us was Carrie Fisher. Yeah, she came. She came in right at, right the, at the end. Like, yeah, and and her mom died like two yeah. days later. That's, Debbie Reynolds. That sucks, man. So how? This is my corner. Is how are you gonna? finish episode 8 because she was probably over there filming and then flew home wait didn't Christmas. you say they didn't you say they CGI'd her they CGI'd her in Rogue One but yeah. they CGI'd her as a young young Leia well I guess now they can do it as well, old old Leia. no they killed the wrong parent no, they shouldn't have killed Han Solo they're gonna have to do like a Tupac hologram maybe maybe yeah. maybe they'll bring her in as like that light blue yeah that's what I'm saying She's she's got to be she's hanging out with Obi Wan and and young Vader. I wonder if they have enough uh, vocal stuff for her to like do any sentence. You know, Probably en- enough consonants, vowels that they can match they can them all scour, together. They can scour. They can scour. Isn't all that of creepy YouTube. that they could do that? They can scour all YouTube and find her 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 interviews and stuff and grab the phrases. <laughs> There's just one thing I like. You remember how people were calling out her Coke Nail? Uh huh. On the the Star Trek, uh, Star almost said Star Trek, Star Wars. <laughs> no. And people were like busting her balls about it, and she and then she tweeted uh, something about, "I never snorted Coke off my nail. <laughs> I used a dollar bill like a <laughs> like a normal person. <laughs> what am I, savage? What were you? You were telling me that." Throughout episode four and five and six, like she never wore underwear. Yeah, I think I, I think I heard that somewhere. Never. I mean, I don't like wearing underwear. I can look. I can. I can, I can deal with it. I get it. I can see how broad would wear underwear. <clears throat> oh man, you want to let that thing breathe? Yeah, cause you know. 
Things come some, sometimes shoot out of there. <laughs> what? Oh, so you need some... You need a uh, catcher. You need a barrier, at least. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't wear skirts. Maybe if I did, I would wear underwear. Maybe if I was an Irishman. Or a Scot. A Scotty? A Scotty, yeah. I got my redheads confused. So you'd wear the... You'd wear the, the kilt if you're Scottish? Yeah, why not? Maybe oh, for their dumb little... Uh, I can't do that. Their dumb little parades or I whatever. I couldn't be like... Like Mel Gibson. They didn't wear underwear. No. You know he didn't wear underwear for Braveheart. He was just running around. Mel Gibson looks like he's never worn underwear. <laughs> in his life. <laughs> Being out in that hot... That hot desert in Australia. So that was the bad thing about 2016 was all these people died. Hold on, man. We skipped over a big thing. What? <clears throat> she died in L.A., right? Mm-hmm. And she, somebody had to do that autopsy. Yeah. What do you think the percentage that that person was a huge Star Wars fan? George Michael died. Oh, I don't care about that guy. I don't care about George Michael. Why? Man. They partied the same way back in the day. <laughs> His music never did anything for me. He's an 80s guy. He did stuff for me. <laughs> Alright. So tell him about George Michael. How much he touched your life. He touched my life. There you go. What do you think the percentage... That, that person was a Star Wars fan. Oh, I'm sure he was. That had to. Chop. What if it said? What if that? What if it said Emmy Young on the, the ID <laughs> channel? They got to do it. But just think about it. He's a huge Star Wars fan. Now he has to chop open. Chop, chop her open. And pull out her guts. Pull out her brain. And then sew her back up. Trying to figure out what happened. Yeah. That, that's got to be rough. That, yeah. Because you know he's weird. Or he, what, she is weird. What if he turns... There's not a lot of social he, butterflies that want to deal like, with dead people. What if he's sitting there going like, oh, he's wearing a layer. <laughs> Don't go there. Don't go there. It's already weird enough he's chopping her up. <laughs> we don't have to get sex involved. <laughs> and he gets a little bit... Oh, God. Tip, you know, he comes in and he's like, this is a lucky day. And he's <laughs> he puts like, her in that, He puts her in that Java <laughs> outfit. And he, and he, he opens and her mouth and he pours a little... <laughs> he opens her mouth a little bit because rigor mortis is gone now. <laughs> I'm, he's like pouring wine down her throat. He's like, oh, you're so beautiful. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I brought this up. You almost sucked me into it. But I'm going to take the high road. <laughs> I'm going to take the high road. All right, man. What else you got? <laughs> what's, something, what's something new? What's something new? <laughs> Something new. Something, yeah. Something new. This we year. both have something new. What? Running Jewels 3 and how great it was. I re-listened to it, man. It was so, like, so great. If you can go out there, you can go out there and still get it for free. <coughs> yeah. Just go to the runningjewels.net and you'll get the, the MP3 to the album. I re-listened to the J. Cole one. The new one? Yeah. Was it more conscious, as the guy told me? Yeah, you, it's a conscious album. <laughs> you don't you don't understand it because you're not Ugh. you're not conscious enough. I hate when people say that about movies. You're not smart enough to get this. Or That's music. why you didn't like it. Yeah, music or paintings look, or whatever. Look, I'm sorry, Shut J, up. J. Cole. Kind of. 
you've got our hopes up because we really liked Forest Hill Drive. Yeah, it's a really good album. Really, really good album. And the problem is, it was just too slow. <clears throat> uh, I mean, I re-listened to it, and I mean, it sounds like you're kind of whining the whole album. I feel the same. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. <clears throat> a couple good songs. But like every song in that Run the Jewels album was perfect. Perfect. With the LP's production and Dude. Mike's lyrics and, and the way that they just kind of boom bapped it throughout the whole deal, like going back and forth with each other. That freaking production on that thing was so crispy. Yeah. Just on point. Perfect. <clears throat> I can't wait, man. You never said what was great about 2016. Uh... The fact that we, we got through 40 episodes... Oh, yeah, definitely. It was great. That was fun. I've had a good old time doing this. The fact that... And we hope you enjoy it. The fact that 2016 was a... We got Trump. <laughs> that's, your, that's your thing you love about 2016? Yeah. Because everything else sucked about 2016 for me was... I got a divorce. Yeah. Let's see what else. I'm just happy all my people are still alive. All the people out there, my, all my friends and family are still alive yeah. and kicking. I got that a divorce. I got a new job, <clears throat> which was good. I finally got to see my kids. That was good. Yeah. Oh, man, this is taking a sour note. No, it's not. No, that's that was the good things about 2016. Oh, that was good. Okay, okay. The bad things was... 2016 killed a lot of people. Yeah. Poor Prince. George Michael. Did George Michael OD like Prince did? I don't know. I think his heart blew up. <clears throat> much like <clears throat> Carrie Fisher doing yeah. so much drugs. Mm-hmm. Do you think... Do you think people think she's responsible for her mother's death? Yeah, I think, I think the stress caused... Yeah, Debbie Reynolds to have a stroke. I can't keep asking you questions for it, but we should have brought this topic up about Carrie Fisher. So that was our year in review. Yeah. Pick up Running Jewels 3. Mm-hmm. Go watch the arrival. Yes. Here's mine, man. It's a... Uh... It's a New Zealand movie. What is it? It's got uh, freaking <clears throat> the guy, Sam Neill, mm-hmm. from Jurassic Park. Yeah. It's got him in it. Agent Smith? The uh, uh, I'm trying to remember what it's called. Wonder People or something like that. Oh. <clears throat> I'm sorry. We cut all those there. What? What? Yeah, it's called The Hunt for the Wilder People. The Hunt for the Wilder People. Yeah. (laughs) It's so great. (laughs) It's so great, man. The Hunt for the Wilder People. Look that up. Check it out. I don't think it's really... (laughs) You might have to go on demand. You think? Yeah. And we gotta go see the uh, Silence movie. The Martin Scorsese. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That one looks good. I'm waiting for it to come down here. It's still going to come down here. It's got, it's got Spider-Man looking like a an ancient. He's supposed to be samurai. Him and him and uh, 
Him and that Adam Driver that, guy are supposed to be Portuguese, is <laughs> that, which is, is kind of funny to me. <laughs> is uh, is Mads Mikkelsen in that movie? No. No, it's uh, Liam Neeson's in it. Yeah, he's telling them, like, once you get to... Yeah, they go to Japan. Yeah, he's like... Because that guy renounced God in front of all these people, and they're trying to figure out what happened, and trying to uh, be missionaries. And them Japanese people back they're not having it. No, and they're they still They're in, still like that, man. They're wearing kimonos with their hands like this. Yeah, ready to pull that saber out. Chop you in half. That's how they run in those movies. They go like this. <laughs> or they put their arms out all the way to the side. Yeah. And like, lean forward. <laughs> start running. And they have like some kind of war blade. That <laughs> 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 they bring out. And those, those big flip flops <laughs> with the, the big salts. Yeah. How do they run in those things so fast? I don't know, man. This is a question <laughs> I need to ask Jackie Chan. They're so talented. <laughs> They can run across the you top take of the building. the dedication and focus. <laughs> across the top of the building. Click, 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 click. It's like Santa Claus is coming. That's how they. That's how they run up those bamboo sticks. They they, <laughs> they run on those. They take the shoes off and then they they're awesome. <laughs> All right, man. Let's wrap this up. All right, you can uh, hit me on Instagram at Captain Marvel ninety nine and Twitter at Captain Marvel ninety nine. I thought our plugs would be faster than that. <laughs> <laughs> That just ain't gonna happen. No, it never will. Instagram, Danger Chris eighty eight. You can go to Facebook and type in Sticking with Stucky to find our page. You can also email us at stickingwithstucky at gmail dot com, which I still never get an email. You check it? Yeah. How regular? Every day. Ooh, you, sucker, <laughs> you suckers don't ever send us an email. It's okay. I get it. Busy people have busy lives. <laughs> you know it is. They probably don't. These things are so long, they probably don't listen to them. They just hear that music come on, and they're like, oh, I'm not sitting through all this. <laughs> and they move it to the end to listen to the last song. Oh, okay. Okay, I like this song. I'll listen to it. They hear Kirk out, and they're like, okay, good. Well, yeah, okay, you can find us there, blah, blah, blah. Go to newpopworldorder.com and check out everybody else on the, on the site. Check them out. New you know people. What to do. There's new stuff on there every day. I don't know. Yeah. Soldier Pod, listen to that. Yeah, man, check them out. Alright, well. Arita Dirty. For real this time. And uh, Kirk out. So, end of story, you know? Let's just move on. <laughs>